The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Welcome to A Gut Feeling, where we discuss the brain-gut connection and how to break free from bloating and chronic inflammation of the gut. I'm your host, Jacqueline Renee, former anxious IBS struggler turned holistic health coach and digestive specialist. Thank you so much for joining me on your healing journey. Hey guys, welcome back to A Gut Feeling podcast. I'm so appreciative to each and every one of you that have shared your reviews on iTunes and Spotify and all of your amazing five-star ratings. I have now made it to 17 five-star ratings, so I'm just so much gratitude. Thank you guys so much. Please continue to share the podcast with your friends and family. And if you haven't reviewed yet, you can head over there and leave one for me. I would so, so appreciate it. It's always helpful for other people to get this information, to put it in the hands of other people. When they see a good rating, they know that's something they want to listen to. So I appreciate it. And thank you so much. Well, let's see. Today, I'm recording this podcast. It's April 21st. And I got to say, my energy is a little heavy. I know that uh, the people around me, the energy is heavy too. Um, There's a lot going on. There's been a lot going on. And I know that many of you have been struggling with anxiety, stress, extra symptoms that have been going on, maybe more digestive symptoms than usual because of the anxiety and stress. Uh, Some of my clients have reported back that they feel stuck. They feel like they're in a vicious circle. They are trying to do better, but they just feel like they can't. And I want to address this before I go into my podcast today because there are some scientific things that are going on that that can bring this and some mental and spiritual things. Um, of course, like you guys know that I'm in Mexico and I live here now. I'll be back to Michigan in the summer. But the reason, there's a big reason why I chose Mexico that doesn't necessarily have to do with <laughs> the beach and the sun every day, although that does help quite a bit. Uh, But the biggest reason is because um, there's a lot of policy and a lot of things that are changing that I don't necessarily agree with. I don't want to get into them too much on the podcast. However, some things that are going on in our environment have to do a lot with technology. Now, in the last year and a half, maybe a little bit longer, there have been an influx of 5G towers that have been put up in, you know, rural and um, different areas, uh, especially in my state of Michigan, but I know it's happening in a lot of other states. And what that's doing is exposing us to an excessive amount of radiation. So the first thing we need to be aware of is reducing our exposure to radiation. Because today I'm going to talk about our exposure to pesticides, but we also need to be concerned about this. 
So one of my favorite resources for all things tech, avoiding EMFs and radiation and what to do about this 5G issue that's going on is August from Tech Wellness. Her Instagram is at Tech Wellness, and she has been an incredible resource for me to learn about 5G, to learn about our phones and our technology and everything that's touching us all the time that is doing so many things to our body, causing brain fog, diminishing egg reserve for men, you know, reducing sperm quality because the phone is in the pocket and we're constantly plugged in and turned on all the time. This is a huge part of why a lot of people feel exhausted because 5G taking in on that radiation is exhausting to the body. So what can you do in your home to start reducing a lot of the exposure? You can turn off your Wi-Fi at night. You can turn your phone on airplane mode. Make sure you're unplugging everything. Tech Wellness also has um, an amazing thing called the kill switch. So you just plug your internet into that. And then at night you flip it off. It turns everything off. She also has like a radiation wand. So you can run it around your house and see where the exposure is coming from the most and go ahead and turn that off because our home is supposed to be our safety net. So these are things that you want to be aware of on a more physical, scientific level. Now, energetically and spiritually, it's been a long couple years or a year and a half, I should say, where we are experiencing a lot of stress and anxiety around what's going on with COVID and um, losing jobs, changing jobs, um, mental stress from figuring out where we need to be and what we need to do, all of those things. But As we kind of move into it, I want you to remember one thing. You are exactly where you need to be. Have faith in that and trust that the universe has your back. There is an absolute higher reason for a lot of this. And if we cling to the negativity and the um, stress and the anxiety of it, we bring more energy to it. Everything is energy. So what we need to do is to disperse this low vibrational energy around it. Stay positive, manifest things going the way you want them to go. Do not let this bring you down. Once everyone starts to operate on a higher vibration and to bring in, to call in positivity, things will shift. It's the low energy that's keeping us here. So you know, looking at it from a scientific and a spiritual point of view, it's about taking control of the things you need to take control of for your family, making steps to be more environmentally safe, eco-friendly, you know, eat healthier food, those kind of things. And then also energetically showing up and being positive for the fact that things will change and move in the direction we want them to. When we say things like, when things go back to normal, we're only staying stuck in the past. And when we're stuck in the past, we're depressed. When we're focused on the future, what will change? How will this become? Like what will become of this? We're anxious. It's really important right now to stay very present and focused. This will take away the anxiety and the stress from what should or should not be happening in this world. Or saying when things go back to normal or trying to put pressure on yourself to be anything more than you need to be right now. You're not behind or ahead anyone. You are you exactly where you need to be. So my thought process of sharing this was just to give you a little sense of 
relief that you don't need to be doing anything more than what you feel is necessary for yourself and that it is good for you to focus on you and your health and trust, have faith that everything will work out the way it needs to. Okay. With that, I'd like to move in and talk about GMOs, pesticides, herbicides. I named this podcast GMOs, Guts, and Butts. I'm not sure if I'm legally allowed to do that, but I did it anyways. And the reason why is because it's all related. Okay. So let me back up a little bit and tell you about GMOs, pesticides, herbicides, what they are all about. So basically somewhere in the 90s, big pharma companies started producing a product called Roundup. This product was to begin with to spray weeds, to get weeds out of flower beds and stuff like that, you know, to to help our crops flourish and to create more um, abundance of crops. They boasted that if you spray this stuff on your crops, you'll yield higher amounts. Well, of course, with the mentality of more is always better, that's what people wanted to do. And a lot of farmers were coerced into this or forced into this saying they needed to use this in order to, you know, sell their crops or be a farmer they would recommend or anything like that. And so nobody knew what the side effects were going to be. Nobody knew. It was just great. This is a solution to a problem. The problem is bugs and animals and, um, you know, weeds, this kind of stuff is, is bothering my crop. The solution is just spray this magic potion and everything will be better. Everything will go away. But this is what we need to be questioning. This one statement trickles out into so many different aspects. So put it in different places, like what's going on right now or what has gone on in Western medicine for so long is basically what we're saying is just take something or spray something or do something to cover it up, to fix the problem. And instead of going to the root cause and actually finding the root of what the problem is and fixing it holistically or naturally, we're just using band-aids, temporary band-aids to resolve issues across the board. So however you want to relate that to what's going on right now, or however you want to relate it to how Western medicine has approached wellness in the past, you can relate it to that that way. The way I'm looking at it right now is nobody knew the side effects of what was going to happen. So they began mass distributing, spraying Roundup from planes over millions of crops statewide, starting to bargain with uh, other states and cities or other, excuse me, other countries that they needed to do this and they had to do it or they would lose their business. Now, I'm not sure if you guys know this or not, but many farmers actually committed suicide because they felt so sick from exposure to the chemicals that they just felt the only way out from being controlled anymore was to take their life. So in this situation, what's been happening is it's the pesticides, the Roundup that is being sprayed, the pesticide and herbicide is now on our food, but not just on our crops. 
it's also in our air. And now it's in our water because the water goes into the soil and it's spread throughout the earth. It's in our rivers and our brooks. And now, since it's in the air, it's in our ocean, it's getting everywhere. And the exposure is causing major health issues for people. So just a short list alone, a lot of side effects from GMOs, like specific side effects from GMOs, can be heartburn, constipation, gas, diarrhea, acne, fatigue, brain fog, and then deeper, going into it even deeper, long-term exposure, especially for children, it's causing a lot of ADD or um, attention disorders, and then uh, brain disorders, and um, long-term infertility, these types of things that we're seeing, and the list goes on and on. Statistically reported symptoms and problems that actually change when somebody gets pesticides out of their diet and goes organic. I've personally seen in my own clientele, periods changing, skin changing, energy changing, focus changing, just from going organic. Now, years ago, organic didn't even exist. It wasn't even on our radar that something needed to be organic. I mean, when I was started grocery shopping, probably around high school age, maybe even in my early 20s when I started really getting into health and started shopping, there really wasn't a lot of, of organic, non-organic. I, I really didn't see a lot of that. And then once people started to get savvy to it, they especially farmers, they started to realize like, if, if, if I'm exposed to this, I don't feel well. So now we need to make a product that is not exposed to pesticide and not exposed to Roundup that is safe for everybody. So they started to create an organic certification. This is, organic certification is not a joke. You know, for a farmer to get organically certified, it can take up to three years. They're coming out multiple times per year. And I'm not sure, don't quote me on the cost, but I'm pretty sure farmers are paying around $30,000 a year in keeping this certification from the USDA, which is a lot of money for a farmer, especially if that's their salary every year. So I'm going to talk a little bit more about how to shop farmers later. But right now, what, what this relates to is about you. How do we protect ourselves from GMOs? How do we protect ourselves from pesticides? The number one answer is to vote with your dollar. The more everybody goes out and starts to buy organic, the better it's going to be for everybody to the like if two percent of the world change and start buying organic the price can go down now i said i was going to get into farmers later but i've decided that i need to talk about it now because here's the trick about that if we keep buying only usda organic and not local farmers that follow and abide these rules but can't afford it then we're going to put them out of business so I'm going to jump ahead and talk about knowing your farmer. This was actually point number two, but we'll stick here now because it's very important. Get to know your farmers. Go to the farmer's market. Ask around where there's local farms in your area. When you go to the farmer's market, ask every stand. Do you use pesticides? How do you feed your chickens? What, you know, like all of these questions we need to know. So, and actually, it's you legally 
are allowed to know, you can ask these questions so you know how they're farming. Now, I'm from Michigan. I know many farmers in Michigan that are not using any pesticides or Roundups or anything like that um, at farmers markets, specifically Royal Oak Farmers Market, some in Birmingham, um, and then local farmers that I've found, you know, in the area. And they simply cannot afford this certification. So know your farmer, get to know them so you can buy from them, support local. Also, it's really amazing to eat what's locally grown at that time. So what you're going to get from them, you know, is in season. When we're eating things that are in season, we're eating them at the best time, the peak of their performance. Of course, we want everything at the peak. So that's the best time to do it. Okay, so let's talk about how pesticides hurt our gut because we're talking about gut health here. We're talking about guts and butts. <laughs> and the thing about pesticides is what happens when they go in your body. Now, of course, everything is tested, like, well, not everything. Let me calm down on these absolutes, but most things are originally tested on animals. Okay, so when pesticides were tested on animals, all, almost all the animals had health issues, but very small because it wasn't long-term exposure. What we're looking at is long-term exposure. So let's take a, um, a person who has gut issues that hasn't, has been eating non-organic for a really long time, okay? Inside your intestines. So the intestines are a tube in your belly, right? You got your colon, your small intestine, your large intestine. It's a tube. On the outside of this tube, we have connective tissue, muscle tissue that's protecting the layer between what's inside the colon or the intestines and what's outside of the wall, which is your blood, okay? So inside of this, and by the way, if you are listening to this, you know you can actually view it on YouTube. So head over to my YouTube channel to view it or head to Empower Radio's YouTube channel and you can actually see what I'm doing with my hands. So you have your intestines here, you have your connective tissue and your muscle tissue, a lot of layers of tissue protecting your blood from your, from your intestines. And then on the outside of the tissue, you have things called villi, and they look like nose hairs, and they're basically just like drumming your food along, and they're there to protect your gut, and they're pushing things through the stream of the colon and the intestines. What happens is when the pesticides hit the villi over and over, they get exposed to it, they start to break down the villi. And this is what's actually protecting your connective tissue and your muscle tissue in your intestines. So now they're breaking them down and they're breaking them down and they're breaking them down and they're breaking them down. And then they're not there to protect you anymore. Your connective tissue becomes exposed. And then what happens? It becomes inflamed and it cracks. Now, this is exactly what leaky gut is. This is what causes leaky gut. A huge cause of leaky gut is eating non-organic food. So when there's been studies done, when they switch someone, not even what they're eating, but just to a completely all organic diet, the signs and the symptoms of gut distress start to go away because the leak, the gut the gut lining, the stomach lining and the gut lining actually heal very quickly, but they need the opportunity to do so. They can't heal if they're continuously being exposed to pesticides. So just switching, no matter where you are in your gut healing journey, just switching off of non-organic food to organic food or studied farmer 
food in your area that you know are following organic practices but may not be USDA certified will change your digestion. And the reason why I put butts in the, the title of this is because it relates to your stool. So many of my clients who are eating, who start off working with me, who are eating a non-organic diet, typically have really bad diarrhea or really bad constipation. And this is exactly from what I just explained. The villi are broken down. There's cuts in the intestine lining from the inorganic food and the pesticide exposure. And they're having a problem healing that gut. They can't heal it if they keep eating non-organic food because the pesticides keep breaking it away. So the first thing I always do is have them switch to organic food. Just without even changing your diet, just switch everything. If you're eating bread, it's got to be organic. If you're eating you know, bonbons, they got to be organic. Just switching over to organic. And I see a huge change in people's digestive issues, in their stool specifically. Diarrhea goes away. Constipation is restored. The bloating is reduced because of the not being exposed to pesticides. Okay? So if you look into it a little bit more, there have been major lawsuits around this pesticide uh, roundup and the exposure. Millions and billions of dollars of lawsuits have been paid out for farmers who were exposed to it, for workers in the field that were exposed to it. And we're just touching the surface of what the long-term effects are. So it's really important to protect yourself. So to recap what I've been talking about for you to protect yourself, the first thing you want to do is vote with your dollar. Find those local amazing farmers that are following policy and, and doing things the right way without using Roundup and pesticides. Purchase organic. Ask the store. Ask the store questions too because at some of my local markets, you can find different um, local vendors and they may know more if you can't get a hold of the local vendor. So asking the store as well. And then the third part, because we vote with our dollar and we get to know our farmer, the third part is to become your best investigator. Now, it's up to you, okay? This is you. This is your family. This is your health, your family's health. Start to investigate your food. Look at the ingredients. In fact, try to eat food where there's no ingredients, like one ingredient turkey or fish or fruit or nuts. They don't have extra ingredients. They have one ingredient. That's the way we want to eat on this planet is eating things that only have one or two or maybe three ingredients that are clean. Some of the extra exposure to um, to things like processed foods and preservatives can look like this. Carrageenan, maltodextrin, gums, all these words that we can't pronounce if you can't read it, you shouldn't eat it, okay? That's a very important thing, and it's something we need to teach our children as well too, that if they can't read it, they shouldn't eat it as well. So become your best investigator. Look on the back of your food and see what, these, what they're filling your products with. And then here is the challenge for you. Without changing your diet, just go into your pantry and start to swap out anything you normally eat for an organic version or a version from a farmer that you know is good quality. 
do things like shop at farmers markets or local markets where they have really good quality food and you can find the, the best type of products for you. Just make a swap, even for 30 days and note down your symptoms prior to doing it and then your symptoms after. The exposure to the pesticides can be bad for our respiratory system, our nervous system, our digestive system, every system, our endocrine system, all of the systems in our body. So across the board, whatever your diagnosis is, from something as light to chronic bloating to something as serious as pulmonary fibrosis, if you switch to organic, you will start to see change. You will reduce inflammation in your body and you will be able to naturally start your gut healing journey or start your disease healing journey. Furthermore, you can prevent disease. So if you're younger, it's important to focus on it now and you can still make a change no matter what age you are. All right. End serious rant of podcast. Switch to organic, you guys. It will really help your health. Health. It's step number one in so many of my process with my clients, especially for healing the gut. All these, you know, fake chemically foods, we're just taking them out and we're taking a stand by choosing organic. I hope this has been helpful for you. If so, don't forget to share the episode with friends. And I look forward to chatting with you guys next week. I hope you have an excellent weekend. Remember to stay grounded and have faith in yourself and what's going on in the universe. Things will start to change soon. Happy healing. Intuition is our spiritual GPS and the single best tool that we have for navigating our lives. I'm Victoria Shaw, and on my Intuitive Connection podcast, I will share with you the ways to connect with your intuition and awaken the gifts of your soul. In each episode, I'll draw on my own intuitive gifts and my training as an Ivy League trained counselor and psychologist to help support you in reaching your highest potential. Start listening now on Mind Body Spirit FM Podcast Network or wherever you find your podcasts.